Sony. Hello, Canada. Today, date is October 5th, 2023. Welcome to a special edition of Canadian Common Sense interview special. It is Tony in Saskatchewan. And Lewis out here in BC. And we've got a special guest, Maxime in Quebec. He is leader of the People's Party of Canada. Website peoplespartyofcanada.ca. You will find People's Party of Canada on Facebook, on X, and other social media platforms. The leader, Maxime Bernier, it'll be at Maxime Bernier on Facebook, on X, on Rumble, and probably every other social media platform. Most importantly, he is back with us on Canadian Common Sense today. Maxime, good to talk to you again. Thank you for having me. I'm very pleased to be with you and I'm looking forward to speak about common sense because, as you know, the common sense is not that common these days. <laughs> That's for sure. It really isn't. So just because this is in the news, Max, and I know that you have been in cabinet, you have been a foreign affairs minister with all the the mud that Trudeau has dragged us through lately with India and now with Ukraine. I'm just curious for your perspective as someone who has been in been in that role of foreign affairs. How do we recover from this? Yeah, Trudeau, uh, I believe that you remember that. Trudeau said when he became prime minister in 2015 that he said, you know, Canada is back on the international scene and for better for Trudeau. But now we know that it's for worse. Uh, what Trudeau is doing is uh, not uh, in line with uh, the tradition of our country. I'm speaking about the war in Ukraine. We always uh, were uh, promoting peace and prosperity. And if you remember, uh, the the Chrétien government uh, said no to the war in Iraq, and we were not part of the war in uh, Vietnam. So we are an independent country, but for Trudeau is following the U.S. and all, and not only Trudeau, I must admit and say that uh, all uh, establishment political parties in Ottawa, including the Conservative, are for the war in Ukraine. And, and you know, when Trudeau was in uh, India a couple of uh, years ago, uh, he did a fool of himself and now he's doing the same thing with the Indian government. So... It's not, you know, what Trudeau is doing actually right now, it's hurting our reputation uh, on the international scene. Well, it really is, yeah. So how do we recover that? Do we just simply replace Trudeau or do we replace Trudeau and then still have a lot of work to do? Well, we must rep- we we must replace the bad policies that Trudeau is uh, imposing on us, on Canadians, uh, by uh, the good good policies. And uh, I believe that the People's Party has an answer to that. Uh, you know, like the war in Ukraine, we are the only party that is promoting peace and a ceasefire. Uh, we are we are not for that war. It is not a. We must not be part of that. And uh, and actually, uh, we uh, you know I'm not I'm maybe alone here in Canada promoting uh, peace, but if you look uh, down south, you have uh, um, other uh, politicians like uh, former President Trump that is saying you know U.S. must not be part of that war also because it's a proxy war between the U.S. and Canada and Russia. And so that's a way to to end these bad policies. And for, you know, uh, as you may know, for 
this government is giving a lot of money that we don't have to other countries and our policy on that is is clear we must end foreign aid and we'll save a lot of money billion of dollars and uh, we must bring back that money home and help canadian first so if you want to change a real change the ppc is there but on these two important uh, policies for the future of our country the conservative and the liberals are on the same page on that well speaking yeah. of that actually max let's uh let's let's move in and talk about another one of your policies and um that is immigration now justin trudeau has given us a number he wants 500,000 new immigrants every year mark miller has said that we should probably have even more pierre polyev has not given us a number that he he feels is uh, the right number for immigrants you have uh, in the People's Party platform, it says between 100,000 and 150,000 a year. Um, so do you still stand by that number? Is, is it enough? Absolutely. Absolutely. This is a solution for the uh, housing crisis and healthcare crisis. The real crisis is uh, the immigration, is the mass immigration. And uh, you said half a million people a year. You're right and wrong about that. You're right because that's the number of uh, uh, immigrants that Canada will receive uh, in 2025. Actually, uh, last year, it was 430,000. But you must add also the non-permanent uh, uh, resident. Uh, and uh, there's more than 600,000 of them. Uh, that include uh, foreign uh, workers, uh, international students and refugees. So 600,000 plus 500,000, you have more than 1 million people every year in our country, in a country that has 42 uh, million uh, citizens. Uh, so it is mass immigration. 1 million, and all these people will need to have a roof. All these people will need to uh, use, and they will use healthcare. And they're saying that we need more people because we have a shortage of uh, workers in our country. But actually, it is not new. We, we, we are having mass immigration for the last at least five years. And we always add that challenge of uh, uh, workers. But the solution for that, it is not to have more people, because when you have always more and more people, these people will need to... Uh, consume goods and services so you have to produce more goods and services and the solution for the lack of manpower is the technology robotic and and i believe that the entrepreneurs and big business must invest more in research and development and that will be the way to be more productive now with that cheap labors that they are importing through immigration we are pushing uh, salaries down and so it's hurting canadians uh, so the immigration right now is cheap labor for big businesses and we are against that we need to have sustainable and responsible uh, immigration. And that's why we said that the maximum level of immigrants uh, every year must be a maximum of 150,000, not half a million people. And when and also we need to have fewer um, uh, international students, fewer 
uh, uh, international uh, foreign foreign workers. So that's the solution. And like that, you will you won't have any housing crisis if and the solution is all about immigration. But answering your question, Poliev won't speak about that. Poliev won't do anything about that. And Poliev and Trudeau, they agree with mass immigration. Poliev won't speak. He's speaking about the housing crisis and he's saying, oh, we need to build more houses. But we cannot, with, with the demand, a million people every year, we won't be able. It's too many people. You need to solve the problem uh, at the root. And the root sure. is mass immigration. And what do you suppose, and, and Max, what do you suppose the motivation is behind these policies? Because I mean, all these policies are doing is hurting Canadians. Um, it's it's also hurting those uh, immigrants who are coming here because they can't find affordable housing for themselves. But how? What do you think the motivation is in having these policies that that flat out hurt Canadians because they can't find affordable housing? They can't find uh, a doctor. They, you know, it, it, there's. I know I know there's some universities in this country where nearly 50 percent of the student body is is uh, are foreign students. Yeah. So so you you said it. And by saying it, you have the solution also uh, because you just said, you know, international students are um, uh, a big part of the students in our universities and colleges. But because because they are a source of income for these universities and colleges. And, you know, the provincial governments and the federal government uh, don't want uh, universities and colleges to increase their fees. So that's a way to finance universities. And they're using uh, international students to do that. We must stop that. It must not be the solution. And why, you know, always more and more people. I believe that the Trudeau government and also the official opposition, the conservative, uh, want to have, you know, like uh, they received a report a couple of years ago, 100 million people at the end of this century. For them, more people will, uh, will bring more uh, growth, economic growth. But per capita, Every year we are poor, and that's the data that is the most important. Uh, you know, the GDP per capita, and the GDP per capita is going down and down and down. So now, that's not the, that's not the solution. So they think that it's for more economic growth, but when they're doing that, we are poor. Everybody is poor, and also the other uh, idea for mass immigration, it's uh, because of. Uh, our birth rate is very low in Canada, and they want to be sure that, you know, we'll increase that. But we must know that more than 70% of uh, the newcomers are not young. <laughs> the, the Statistic Canada said that it is not a solution because of our birth rate is very low. The solution is not immigration because all these immigrants are older. They're not young. Well, see, Max, that's actually you. Know, you anticipated my next question on that um, because I see that part also in your platform. It does dis discuss that you would put an end to the um, 
family reunification clause. Um, is that kind of what you're referring to there, that a lot of immigrants tend to be the grandparents and parents of people, people who are already here? Yes, absolutely, because about 25% of our immigrants are still immigrants. Uh, you know, a person that will come here and that person will come here because uh, we will have a job for that person because a Canadian entrepreneur wasn't able to find a Canadian for that job. So he or she has the right to find uh, foreigners for that. So when that person is coming after that, they can and that's the reunification of family. They can have their wife. And I agree with that and kids. But more than that. Uh, brothers and sisters and grandmom and granddad and 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 that's why you have only 25% of our immigrants that are skilled immigrants and 75% of them are, are coming on the reunification of family so the huge family the extended family plus the refugees so so that's not helping and yes that's why because of that it is not young people that are coming here Okay, um, let's uh, switch gears here a bit, Max. We've only got about another 12 or 13 minutes with you here. You attended the Million Person March not very long ago in Ottawa, and you weren't the only federal political party leader to be there. So it was nice to see you on one side, but right across the road, Jagmeet Singh was standing behind a pride flag. So we know what side he was on. Now, you know Vashi Capellos probably better than we do. She was characterizing the, the Million Person March as a protest against trans kids in school. What was it really about, Max? It was not about that, as you know. Uh, they, they tried to do the same thing also during the Freedom Convoy, saying people over there were, uh, you know, it's all, all, about, all about hate and racism. And so because they don't want to have that discussion, they are throwing, throwing name, names at us. And that's what they did. Actually, you know, that protest was about love, was about, you know, our kids. And we just said, leave our kids alone. And right now, what the left and the NDP, the liberals and the conservative, they are okay with the mutilation of kids without the consent of their parents. So what I'm telling you is if you're under 18 years old in our country and you feel that you're not born in the right body, and that's happening, you know, we know people, and you have the a crisis around 14, 12, 13 years old, and that's normal. But, you know, if you, and you, you think that you're the other sex, Actually, uh, the, the teachers and everybody around will do everything for you to be sure that you will do a transition. I don't like to use that word transition because there's no transition. A yeah, boy cannot be a girl. in our show, Max, just so you know. So, sorry? <laughs> Lewis actually banned the word transition on our show. I can't even use it when we go between topics anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, no. And you're right about that because a boy is a boy and a girl is a girl. So the protest was all about that. You can do what you want with your body at 18 years old. But, you know, if you don't have 18 years old in our country, you cannot vote. You cannot go to a bar. Uh, you, you cannot drive a car if you don't have the permit and you need to have 16 years old. But you'll be able to decide something that will affect you all your life forever 
by taking yeah, we, block, yeah, that, that's blockers a, and all that. That's the thing. Like in Canada, you're not allowed to get a tattoo if you're under the age of 18 because it's permanent and you're too young to decide if that is something that is going to be on your body for the rest of your life. But we will let them decide that they want to, you know, have chemical castration or have a uh, double mastectomy or or have their penis cut off when they're under the age of 18. And that's it's completely idiotic. And the I mean, this is a topic on our on our on our show quite a bit because I'm like I'm just flabbergasted that we have we're in the process of destroying an entire generation of kids and and not just over this issue but by scaring the hell out of them making them think that the world is going to end in 20 years because of <laughs> climate change and and everything but we are there is no wonder that this that this generation of kids are depressed and uh, have so many mental health issues and thinking that they're in the wrong body and everything because we're doing it to them. Our generation is doing it to them. And and when you've got parents who stand up and say, hey, enough's enough. Leave the kids alone. Let them be kids. Stop sexualizing them. And let me be the parent. They're deemed extremists. Yeah, absolutely. And stop the indoctrination of our kids at school also. It's all part of that. So they start they started by, you know, uh, the, the 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 show, the drag queens show. And oh, it's fun, you know, you can you can be a girl or you can be a boy, but if you look at it, that's the ideology that we are against all that, you know, it's the beginning after that. If you want to be called another name at school, it's okay, but we don't tell, don't tell your parents. And after that, oh, if you want to change your right, just take some hormone blockers. So it, it all that must be criminal. And that's the position of the People's Party. If you're a doctor or a nurse and you want to encourage uh, a kid under 18 years old to transition in brackets, it must be illegal and criminal. And that's our proposal. Uh, that's it. You know, we cannot have any negotiation on that. And like you just said, kids must be kids and enjoy yeah. the, their time when they're a kid. And I and I agree. And I and one thing that I have found interesting is that at the conservative uh, policy convention, the members voted to make it illegal for for kids under the age of 18 to have these uh, transition treatments. Yet. That policy has not been yet adopted. And and I'm and for me, that's a slam dunk issue. I believe it will be the, you know, at the next general election, I believe that two issues will be very important. Immigration, mass immigration and the gender radical uh, ideology. And, sure, and uh, that, let's, uh, since we've only got about five minutes left, let's jump into what's going to be another big issue in the next election, and that's affordability. And I know that Justin Trudeau has summoned the uh, CEOs of the grocery chains and told them they had to have prices sustained by Thanksgiving. Well, in a past interview, we had talked with you uh, about supply management 
and you're from both. I mean, so if anybody knows supply management, it's you. Um, if we got rid of supply management, do you think that would bring an immediate, uh, you know, drop in the prices at the grocery store? Absolutely. If uh, Trudeau is uh, serious just a little bit, he will abolish that system. It's a legal cartel and dairy producer and also um, eggs producers and, and poultry. Uh, they are under a system where they decide the production and they are fixing the price. When I'm saying they, the producers are fixing the price. So and they can sell to the Canadian market but they cannot import and we cannot import eggs or, or, or dairy from uh, another country. Uh, there's a huge tariff there. So that's why price, if you look at eggs, for example, it's double the price here in Canada. So <laughs> egg, eggs, poultry and dairy, I believe it's an important part of the, uh, the grocery for, for a family. Absolutely. So if you want to help the family, just abolish that cocktail and price will go down by at least 50%. Well, that would be a very big change. And the maple syrup industry also is run by a cartel. So uh, is that something the federal government can also break up? Because I know that's mainly a Quebec industry. Yeah, no, no. The federal government has a, you can pass a, a regulation a couple of years ago to uh, allow that cartel to exist in, in the maple syrup. You're absolutely right about that. And yes, we just have to abolish that uh, regulation and, uh, and that will be it. So absolutely, I forgot that. There's a cartel also in the maple syrup industry. Okay, now Max, one more question I think we can squeeze in. Now, Lewis, this was uh, near and dear to your heart. You dropped an absolute bomb on us, Max, in the Manitoba by-election, the, the portage Lisgar federal by-election in which you ran. And you had talked about a form of castle doctrine for Canadian citizens. Do, do you mind expanding upon that? Sorry, a form of what? Uh, sort of like a castle doctrine, a self-defense uh, for firearms. Yeah, owners. yeah, 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 absolutely. <laughs> yeah, it, it, it is a new policy that we are proposing, the People's Party of Canada. And, you know, actually, why are we proposing that? It's because people must be able to protect themselves, starting by women in this country. And as you know, in rural Canada, if something happened, uh, the RCMP or the police, they're not at, you know, uh, in the corner, they're just at the corner, sorry. They can be miles or kilometers from your house. So you must be able to defend yourself. And we need to change the criminal code to be sure that people who will use an arm to defend himself or herself or or him or hers uh, her property they'll be able to do that now right now if you use an arm uh, you can be charged by the RC, rcmp so let's abolish that and and change the criminal code for being sure that self-defense will be part of uh, of something that a citizen can do yeah we saw that in in that case in ontario where that uh where the guy who's who had five people break into his house um, at five o'clock in the morning, he shot one of them, killed them, and he was charged. The, those charges were dropped eventually, but it took, I think it was f like three or four months before those charges were dropped. And as far as I'm concerned, he should never have been charged in the first place. And like, and I've said this on the show before, my daughter, my daughter's 18 years old. She's only five foot three. And she said, you know, 
if she lived somewhere where she was allowed to have a concealed carry permit, she said, I would carry a gun everywhere I went because she said, I, I don't have a, a, a shot at being at protecting myself. If, and now, if, and we must add also for her now, if she wants to buy pepper spray, for example, it's illegal to have that. So in our proposal, you know, everybody must be able to buy pepper spray and, and having that. So if something happened, you have that on you, you can use it. But in Canada, it's illegal right now. We want to change that also. Yeah, and that's completely insane that that's illegal. It is, absolutely. Well, Max, that's a breath of fresh air. I appreciate you uh, clearing, up, clearing that one up because I, I saw the news conference that you had done. So it's good to have that follow up to, to uh, allow Canadians to defend themselves. What a concept. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, it's a common sense. <laughs> Very it much is. so. So, um, so Max, uh, I'm guessing you got to got to run right away here. Yes, I have another interview to do, but I want to thank you very much for giving me that opportunity and let's stay in touch. Absolutely. So, uh, yeah, thank you very much for joining us, Max, and um, I hope we'll talk to you again soon. But until next time, it is Tony in Saskatchewan. And Lewis out here in BC. Good night, Canada. Good night. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye, Max. Thanks a lot.